Welcome. Grab a seat, glass of wine, or a shot of whiskey. Join in the conversation, but don't be surprised if you say, what she say? Hey, hey, sayers, what it do? So, guys, I absolutely love it when I get feedback from the fellas as well as the ladies. It's good to know that the guys are out there listening to. I like to know that. But somebody brought to my attention that here in 2018, we still have Shirley's out here. You know, old school Shirley May, woman to woman. Y'all gotta know what I'm talking about. Everybody can't be babies out there. I'm gonna tell you what I mean. Hello. May I speak to Barbara? Barbara, this is Shirley. You might not know who I am, but the reason I'm calling you is because I was going through my old man's pockets this morning. And I just happened to find your name and number. So woman to woman, I don't think it's been any more than fair than to call you and let you know where I'm coming from. Now, Barbara, I don't know how you're going to take this, or whether you be cool or come out of a bag on me. See, it really doesn't make any difference. But it's only fair that I let you know that the man you're in love with, he's mine from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, the bed he sleeps in, and every piece of food he eats. You see, I'll make it possible. The clothes on his back, <laughs> I'll buy them. The car he drives, I pay the note every month. So I'm telling you these things to let you know how much I love this man. And woman to woman, I think you'll understand just how much I'll do to keep it. Epic fail. <laughs> Total, total epic fail. First of all, back then it should not have been done. But in 2018, it's, it's totally beyond that point. In no way, shape, or form, ladies, should we be calling another woman explaining how that man is yours. First of all, he's not your possession. That, that's first and foremost. No one is your possession unless it's your child that you gave birth to. And to a degree, that child isn't even your possession. It was a gift that was given to you that you should appreciate. Another episode on that. But to say, <laughs> oh gosh, to say, oh, this man is mine. And I'm coming to you woman to woman. No, ma'am, you sound like you have some major self-esteem issues. One, you didn't trust him enough to where you had to go through his pocket to even find Barbara's number. You picked up the phone and actually called Barbara, told her about your non-property of this man, and then you proceed to 
acknowledge the things that you pay for and you do. Never once did I hear you express how much this man loves you, what he does for you. And I'm not saying on a monetary note, oh, he paid for the house. Oh, he did. Like, I'm not talking about none of that. I'm talking about the way that he makes you feel because obviously, first and foremost, he makes you feel insecure and uncomfortable and you don't trust him to even go through his pockets. So you calling another woman to explain yourself and what you do for him. If I was another woman on the other end, I'm sitting here like, well, <laughs> can I pass my bill over too? Because you, you're just doing the most and proud about doing the most for someone that has no respect for you. He has no respect for you. Even if it is that he is in a low space right now and he's not working and you to have a mutual bond and connection and open communication to say that I'm in a dry spot right now. I just need you to hold me for a little bit because you do that in a relationship. But the idea that you're doing these things for him and he's blatantly out with someone else and you actually have this gut feeling because you knew it before you even dug in his pocket. So you're going to continue with your gut feeling of knowing something's not right. You find what you're looking for because when you seek, you find. That is a known fact. Don't ask the questions that you don't really want to know the answers to and don't go looking for something because you're sure to find it. Now, you've searched because your gut told you to, you found it, and instead of approaching the ungrateful man that is laying up in the house that you're taking care of, basically, and proud about it, instead of talking to him about you not being enough for him, because you should be enough for yourself. You felt bold and confident enough to call this other woman, but you're not really confident within yourself because you should have went to him and talked to him first and said, how is it that you can have the audacity to be that disrespectful knowing that you barely have a pot to piss out of and a window to throw it out of. I'm sitting here holding you down and you got the audacity to go and try to hook up and be with someone else. I don't think that guys see it from the from the woman's perspective to say, dang, she really has a lot over my head and I'm really being ungrateful. And it's not to say she's doing all these things to taunt him about it or to have control or power over him because she does it and she didn't have the right thought to even approach him first because he is the one receiving these things from her. But not appreciating what she has put forth in this relationship, he say, mm, I still need a little bit more. When is enough enough? Like when are you appreciative and grateful enough for the person that's there that's being your rock, that's looking out for you, that has your best interests at heart, 
all because you want a little bit more. If you're not happy where you are, sir, you should have stepped off. But it's probably the thing that you got to hold the front up for the new girl because Shirley says she's paying the car note. Shirley, buy your clothes. Everything that you doing and how you look to look appealing to the next woman, it's all on the hands of Shirley. Shirley took care of everything for you. So you're not even standing on your own two feet, but have the audacity to go out and try to meet someone else. So now the next person is supposed to then do what Shirley does. And when we find ourselves in these relationships where we do do that, he didn't mess up the home that was taking care of him. And now you take on the weight. He ain't been back home to see his kids. He don't take care of what he was leaving, but you think that something's going to be different when he comes to you. Epic fail. It's not. How you get him is how you lose him. Or you'll stress about it and force an image to keep him because you got him. Ooh, you're so proud. You got him. But you're going through hell now that you got him. Ladies, it's 2018. Fellas, it's the same thing too. Stop being out here talking about something I can love you better than he can. Mm, you really don't know what the other guy's dealing with with her in that household. You out here trying to be super save a hoe as well and trying to get her away from what she's telling you is a bad relationship or the bad parts of her relationship and you trying to woo her and comfort her. You want to fill in the blanks. You want to treat her like the queen she should be treated as. But in all reality, she in the household being ungrateful too. Because if she is unhappy where she is and have the nerve to talk to you outside of her relationship, about her relationship, her mate should be the first person she's talking to. Not coming out, oh, having this friend that's someone that's uh, attracted to her, clearly. When you start talking outside of your relationship to other people about your relationship, it's, it's downhill from there. One, the person you're talking to should not be okay with wanting to hear everything about what's going on in your household. They should be saying, go to your household and fix it or leave it and then come back and talk to me. You shouldn't be trying to encourage the person to all leave from the persona of what they're telling you. People aren't going to tell you the part of the story of how they their feelings perceived it. So if I'm angry all the time in my relationship, when I tell the story back to someone else, I'm going to talk about it from anger. I'm going to talk about it from my hurt, from my feelings. I'm not going to give you a clear perspective of what it was that my mate actually said, how my mate actually felt. If I was in my mate's shoes, the things that really go on in the household, I'm not going to give you all those details. I'm going to keep this story short to a certain degree 
just to get my point across and tell you how I feel and how I felt and what I went through. So now you're getting ready to give a biased opinion on this person that's venting to you about their relationship. And you halfway here because you're trying to slide in. This evil cycle, who stops it? Who says enough is enough? Or are we going to keep on being Shirley and checking other people? Woman to woman, if you've ever been in love, then you know. person granted now yes the other person could have been a cheerleader on the bleachers cheering on your relationship hey you guys are so cute together i wish you guys nothing for the best but as soon as the little inkling shows that everything is not peaches and cream watch the little flock come off the bleachers they now want to be a consoler for your mate your mate has now let in the opportunity for someone else to come into your relationship in your personal business of communicating when you should have been communicating with your mate, not someone else. Be careful who you vent to. They'll be very manipulative to use it back on you, throw it back in your face or share it with other people. The first person that you should be talking to when something is wrong in your relationship is your mate. No one else. You should be talking to your mate. If you're a truly spiritual person, then you should be praying about it. You should be talking to your mate and praying together to see what we can do to get things on a better track. Not looking for a scapegoat or not looking to find someone else for that person to think like, oh, let me put my cape on, I, I can save you. No, you can't, that person can't save themselves from themselves. They couldn't even save or fix their own relationship. How? In the world, are you going to save them? Don't assume that you can do something that the person should be doing for themselves. You can't love them all. You can't fix them all. Just don't get it. Do you 
enjoy being hurt. I know you smell the perfume, the makeup on the shirt. You don't believe his stories. You know that there are lies. Bad as you are, you stick around, and I just don't know why. If I was your man, baby, you. If I, if I, if I, if you were a man, then you'll eventually be going through the same thing. Because you're trying to jump right in instead of even giving her time to heal herself or figure out what she needs to do for herself before getting into a new relationship. But instead, you're at the curb with the trunk open, waiting for her to bring her things out so you can save the day. Allow people to heal and get their situation straight. If that person now does not have nowhere to go, nowhere to live, that person is not stable. Why would you want to start something new with that person that already was being held up and using the last relationship as a crutch? You should be so focused and so driven that somebody got to catch up with you to get into your space. Instead of out here worrying about who I can save from what relationship, have you saved yourself yet? Whew. This Shiraz is just not doing it. This is not enough. Because y'all just got me on a whole nother note with just reading that letter and reading that comment. Like, how is it that? That's an okay thing. That's how we get our relationships now. Bump the online dating part. We just help in saving people from other people. Not everybody's a monster. Sit back and really think about what that person's really telling you about the last person. Could it really be something within them? People can truly be manipulative narcissistics and boy the research on that is real don't be so quick to try to save somebody let them save themselves stand you know as a guardrail look out really be a friend and not trying to slide in but don't be trying to save everybody Hey Sayers, today's episode is brought to you by none other than Mr. Mikaso himself. You can find him on Instagram at Mickey Monster Inc. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-N-S-T-E-R-I-N-K. Mickey Monster Inc. You can find him for your custom graphics, custom apparel, as well as freehand tattoos and piercings. Guys, he's just amazing with his hands. So definitely go and check him out. We over here at What She Say. Thanks him so much for sponsoring today's episode.
Guys, we got to bring our cockiness down. Let that ego go. I think too many people are so caught up in what they think they brought to the relationship versus reality. Some of you fellas out there thinking that you put it down and she lying to you. <laughs> Sorry to bust your bubble. Ladies, same thing. You think you got the magic stuff and that you're keeping them. No, that's not the case either, honey. That's why he out there trying to find him a barber. <laughs> Stop thinking that what you bring to the table is the master plan and that's going to keep the person. Don't always think that your looks is going to always get you where you need to be. Some point you got to add some brains to it. At some point you got to put a real effort into your stroke. At some point you actually have to have a real conversation and intrigue people's mind versus thinking that I got this covered. I know she good. I know he good. They're mine. This relationship is on lock. I can do me too. Kill the ego. Blow up the hot air balloon that is fueling your ego. Don't be so caught up on yourself that you think that a person won't leave you. Everyone has their breaking point. Everyone has that point where enough is enough. Don't be so quick to think you're going to save a person. You get them and now you're dealing with a whole headache and a person with a big ego. Yeah, and... <laughs> Your ego ain't going to keep you. Your ego is going to make a person to start disliking you. Humble yourself. in our gut we know when something is not right it's a wrap for this episode on a good note guys let's not be Shirley's just follow your gut if it doesn't feel right let it go talk to your mate first try to communicate open that line of communication to know that Yes, this can be fixed or no, let's chalk it up. Don't just assume and jump to the notion to call the other guy or call the other woman. Your partner is always the first person that you should be talking to. When something's going on, you should be talking to your mate first. That's the person that's being blindsided of not knowing how you feel. You can't expect that person to change or want to attempt to fix what you think is a problem if you don't even talk to them.
They're not a mind reader. They don't know what you want them to fix or what you want them to do or what you feel like you're lacking. Before you attempt to bring someone else in your relationship, make sure that you're actually talking to your partner, the person that's in the relationship with you. Have enough respect for them to not let them be blindsided. Guys, hit me up and let me know. Are you Shirley? Are you Barbara? Or do you really make an effort to talk about it? Put a real effort, guys. Hit us up at my talking heart. 2017 at gmail.com or per usual phone or text at 346-306-1010. Always talk from your heart, guys. Be honest, be open, but always, always, always just say it. So much that I need to say. So much to get off my chest. I'm waiting patiently.